0: No purchase necessary. are prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Tuesday, episode 668 of Coach Unplugged um today we're going to start kind of our tips on tuesday and the next three or four are going to be some tips that i've learned and things that some great golden nuggets as far as practice planning and getting revving up for revving up for the fall um but before we do that um today's episode is sponsored by lumen the first handheld di- device that can measure your meta- met- metabolism i can't talk in a single breath to tell you what fuel source your body is using whether it's energies or or fat, you know, literally, in my luminous sitting right here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on it. I haven't eaten anything yet this morning. So I'm gonna do I'm gonna do it before so I can get the proper reading. Lumens device and app provide you with a personalized daily meal recommendations to help you reach your weight, your nutrition, your fitness goals, whatever it is, they've been scientifically validated. If you want to check it out, you can you can hack your metabolism today, which is what I'm trying to do, trying to get rid of this COVID-19. Go over and use Coach Unplugged 25 to get $25 off your lumen. Um, Show them that you support us. That would be great. Um, and then also give a big shout out to Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. It's a one-stop shop. It is. It's, it's got workouts. It, it's got an easy breakdown. The technology is, is one of the best. Mention Coach Unplugged. When you call them and they will give you $350 off your next purchase, which rocks the world in my opinion. All right, let's head off to the podcast. Hey everybody, today we're going to talk about um, some effective practice planning, um, some things that I think are important um, as far as a tip, as far as things that I think from someone that's done this for a really long time, you have to think about in terms of doing it, um, If you are an assistant coach, if you're a middle school coach, if you're a youth coach, if you're something like that, um, I think practice planning, and you might not, you might be just at practice, you might not be running practice, but I always think you have to prepare for the job you want, not the job that you have. Um, And I know that I became better at practice planning and I became better at thinking about the things That would go into an effective practice while I was an assistant coach, not when I was the head coach, but when I was an assistant. I don't want to um, not do the things that I need to do as an assistant coach, but I want to make sure that I'm spending the time to think about it, to think what I like, what I don't like. Um, All of those aspects I think are really important in in becoming um, an effective practice planner. it's no different than being really good at uh, lesson plans like I am for my classroom. A practice plan is my, uh, my, uh, my plan for what I need to do in my classroom, which is the basketball court, okay? So what I do is I watch. Uh, when I was an assistant coach, I would watch the things I liked, watch the things that I did not like. Um, and then I would jot things down. I would, I would, you know, I'll talk about journaling later, but I would talk about things that I would find effective and not effective. Um, you know, I think uh, what a good practice plan does is it shows your strength of of the staff, of everyone that's kind of involved. Um, a weak one shows your weaknesses. <laughs> um, you know, I, I know sometimes in my classrooms, I'm not as good at collaborative as I am at you know, individual instruction with students. It's something I've been working on in my career. It's the same thing in a practice plan. Maybe you're not good at transition between drills. Maybe you're not good at um, mapping it out before you get there, some of those things. So I think you have to always be thinking about what you do. I, I know people say, think outside the box. I think you have to be bigger than that. I don't think you should, there should even be a box when you're practice planning. Um, so when people say think outside the box, that's assuming there's a box that you have to think outside of. I think there shouldn't even, you shouldn't even use a vernacular anymore. You should think, I'm just going to think, why? Why am I doing this? Um, something that we did um, during the season is we would run practice similar to a game where we would have a pregame. We would have a, uh, you know, a first half, we would have a halftime, we would have a second half, and we would do those things to kind of separate. And I thought it was really good as far as flow, as far as some other things I'm gonna talk about later. But it was something I was thinking about like why am I why am I not running practice like a game? Why am I not having, you know, the warm up like we do in the game? Why am I not having a halftime like we have in a game? Why am I not going for longer stretches like we do we you know, we play eighteen minute halves. Why am I not doing that? So Um, again, I think thinking outside the box is great, um, but I don't even think there should be a box that you're thinking about. I just think you should think about why you're doing things. Um, you know, if you, if you want to be an elite coach, if you want to be a a championship program, you have to think about what championship practices look like. So that's what we talk. Is this a championship practice? Is this, is this a championship level? We're always talking about that. Um, It doesn't matter if it's film session, doesn't matter if it's whatever it is, are we at a championship level? Um, Because the top teams are not taking, you know, are are working hard all the time. So we always refer to that. And and then it goes back to the educator in me. I think you have to think about what works well. You know, um, practices that were run 30 years ago are not going to be as effective as the practices that we can do now, you know. The Bobby Knight screaming at your athletes for an hour and a half is not an effective best practice teaching method that's going to use. So um, what I do and something I've talked about is I do some journaling. Um, I do it during the season. I do it after the season. Um, I carry carry a little black book around with me and I journal and I write these. You can see I have notes. I write things down. These were some of the things that I, some of my journaling is what I'm talking to you about right now. Um, you know, I think that's that's. Is there a better way to do things? Is always what I'm asking myself. I ask that in in my business, ttroops.com. I ask that in my how I'm a dad, how I'm a husband. Am I doing things the best way I can? How can I adjust it? How can I change? What am I doing too much of? Am I being too much of a disciplinarian? Am I not being enough a dif- disciplinarian? Am I giving them freedom? Am I not giving them enough freedom? All of those kind of things as a parent, I'm thinking about. But you have to think about best practices. What are the things that um, that will help you build over the long haul? So. Um, so things that we've talked about is, you know, with effective, with effective practicing, why, why do we do? So here's, here's the takeaways that I would want you to take away from this. And in in my first tip is why, what's the importance of an effective practice and how can I kind of go about it? That's number one. Number two is how do you question what you're doing? How do you change what you're doing? How do you ask those hard why questions? How do you, Again, I'm going to use it again, but how do you think outside the box? How do you think, you know, ways that people have not thought before? You know, how do you come up with the read and react offense? How do you come up? You know, I have a zone offense. I I know no one else runs um, because it was something I came up with. And then what are you doing to be the best that you can? What are you doing to get to the championship level? What are you doing to use best practices? How are you improving yourself as a coach? both in as far as a practice, because practices are, are, are your lessons. You know, if you think about me as a teacher, this is, they pay me to teach statistics. That's what I'm getting paid for. If they're hiring you as a basketball coach, they're, they're, they're hiring you to teach basketball. So the most important thing you do is the interaction with your students and your athletes. The most important thing is how you practice plan, how you go about running an effective practice. Um, and again, these are general ideas. I'm going to get into some um, some other ones as far as you know steps and things that I think some, so. My three keys to far, as far as an effective practice, but I think those will kind of give you a starting point of things that I think need to go into an effective practice. Hey, everybody! I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you love it and you want to support us, go over and check out TeachUps.com for coaches who want to get better. 14 day free trial as we talk. Subscribe, like. Jump up and down. Do whatever you got to do. Those Apple podcasts mean a lot to us. I read every one of them. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.